0: Hi, everyone. I'm Ingrid Dietz, the staff advisor for the DBSA Young Adult Council. We're joined by author and mental health advocate, Linnea Johnson, for today's podcast on helping your friends better understand mood disorders. As we've talked about in other podcasts about disclosure and struggling in silence, people, people often have many fears about sharing their experiences, and the unfortunate reality is that sometimes the people you share with simply do not understand what you're going through. So that's here, what we're here to talk about tonight. I will re-record that later. Judy <laughs> skips over. Welcome back, Lynia.
1: Thanks. I'm glad to be here.
0: So this is something you've dealt with, right?
1: Yeah, it definitely is. Um, you know, some people get it right away, and some people just have a hard time and struggle a little bit.
0: Sure, sure. So, do you feel that? Most of your friends understand your experiences with mood disorders or not so
1: much? Um, kind of, I think some do and you know there are a few that don't. Most of them do. Some understood right from the beginning and like the moment that they found out they got it. And then others have like literally taken years to fully get it.
0: Uh-huh. Um
1: I have one friend who um became my friend in the first place just because I told her something really intimate and she immediately got it. I told her I was hospitalized and she was like, didn't flinch. And we became uh-huh. quick friends because of that. Um, and then I have another friend who I had known basically my whole life and she did not get it at all. Um, and she, when I first got suicidal, we were both 19 and neither of us knew anything about depression or suicidal ideation. And um, when I started to really close off from the world and um, kind of confided in her, she was scared and she was, we were both so young and she didn't know how to deal with it. And so she actually left. Um, she was my roommate and she moved in with her boyfriend and just wow. didn't know how to deal with it. Um, it was, just I mean I was a hard person to live with I was really depressed and miserable and grumpy and uh, you know wasn't cleaning the house and um for some people that don't get it that's hard to live with and they don't understand and I didn't know how to talk to her and she didn't know how to talk to me um you know but it took a lot of hard conversations but today She's actually my biggest supporter and actually the first person I go to when I'm having a hard time.
0: Well, that's great. Was there um, something specific that happened, or how did she kind of come to understand what was going on with you?
1: So we didn't talk for probably a year after that happened, and then I just knew she was too... We both knew that our friendship was too important to not talk, and so... We got together and we had a really heavy heart-to-heart, um, and, you know, that didn't resolve everything, but it's taken a lot of really deep conversations and a lot of really hard, you know, talks where we both shared our feelings of shame and our feelings of, you know, hurt and um You know, we both were really authentic and honest with each other. And, you know, I told her how she hurt me and she told me how she was scared and that she's trying to understand, but it's so hard for her. And so it's taken a lot of conversations over the years. And now that, you know, she knows she's allowed to be scared and that she just needs to, like, keep talking to me, then it it works.
0: were there certain things that um, she didn't understand or things that maybe not with her specifically but with other friends that they just seem to have difficulty understanding about bipolar disorder, about mood disorders in general?
1: Um, well, I think that the general public doesn't understand mood disorders really at all, especially, I mean, but they don't understand depression, but. There are things about bipolar disorder that frustrate me that the public doesn't understand. For example, when they say like, the weather is so bipolar today. And it's like, it's not just mood swings. It's not just like happy or sad. It's way more complicated than that. And it's not like, like I have mixed episodes where, you know, I'm manic and depressed at the same time. (laughs) And that gets really confusing for people when they don't understand why I have like a ton of energy, but I still want to kill myself. You know, I think that's really confusing for people.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely think that is true as well. I've had a lot of conversations about that recently, and I think it's, it's finally starting to come out a little bit more that, you know, you can be depressed and still feel really wound up and, you know, sped up. Um, but that's yeah certainly not the classical understanding of bipolar disorders so i can I can certainly understand how that would be hard for people to to understand. I think it's just starting to become understood in the mental health circle so outside of that,
1: yeah,
0: they'll have a long time to go before that becomes more understanding
1: for people. yeah,
0: do you find that you have to explain things to friends a lot
1: um <laughs> I probably explain things more often than I actually need to Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) I think being a public speaker about mental illness for so many years I just find it really easy and natural to explain how I'm feeling Mm -hmm. and sometimes I don't need to explain things my friends just get it especially if they've been around for a long time Um, but just because I'm used to talking about it I probably over explain (laughs) (laughs) that's it Um, sometimes with new friends, I have to explain, um, and they appreciate, you know, me explaining what's going on and, um, but I, I think that what i probably do more than explaining is probably apologize too much for behaviors that are part of my illness that I actually have no control over. So, um, I'm always explaining and apologizing when I probably don't need to be apologizing.
0: Gotcha.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: And even when you when you don't, do you tell your friends kind of what's going on and, you know, kind of try to explain things, are there people that still just don't get it?
1: Yeah, I have one very close friend who um, she has just not experienced a lot of emotional turmoil. I mean, she experiences it on a different level. Um, like, I think she has a lot of anxiety, but she's not experienced, like, a deep depression. Mm -hmm. So she she just can't quite grasp it. And I used to get frustrated at her for not understanding. And then I just realized, you know, she's just not been to the level where she's thought about ending her life. And so it's hard for her to understand how someone would think that. Mm -hmm. Um, It hurts sometimes that she doesn't get it, but then I have to realize that, you know, it's actually a good thing that she's never been there, and I need to be supportive of the fact that she tries, that, you know, it's just she's not been there, um, and it's a good thing that she's, you know, not been to that place, so I try to, you know, be kind to her, and she tries to be kind to me, and tries to understand, you know, the best she can. Mm-hmm.
0: Is that kind of how you uh, deal with? Many friends who don't seem to get it?
1: Um, some people, I know this it sounds bad, but I just kind of give up. There are some people I'm just like, okay, I'm not going to waste my time, you know, trying to explain it. This person is just not going to get it. Sure. Um, and, you know, some people are, are like that, but there are other people that, like, like the friend I was talking about in the beginning who, you know, she didn't get it at first, but through years of hard conversations and years of me, you know, talking to her about it and being open about it, she now totally gets it. And um, so, you know, I don't, this friend that I said doesn't understand, um, feeling suicidal it's not like I don't talk to her about it anymore. I still give her that opportunity to learn about it and to like be there for me because even if she doesn't get it, she's still like a good friend. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how I deal with it. It's still like being open with her and just not being hurt when, you know, she might say the wrong thing. She doesn't mean to sound like she doesn't understand.
0: Sure. Yeah. I imagine that would take a lot of, um, a lot of effort on her part, but definitely on yours. Um, I think, you know, when we're feeling not our best, it can be really difficult to share in general and to share with someone who you're not sure what their response is going to be or they might say something that comes off as hurtful, whether or not they mean it. That can be kind of a, a threatening uh, situation to get into. So I think that takes a lot of courage and a lot of um just understanding of yourself to be able to to take that on. Yeah. So I hear a lot, a lot of people tell me that they wish their friends would have done something specifically or said something in particular to them when they were experiencing uh, symptoms. And I also hear friends and family asking, you know, what can we say or do? Um, What is one thing that you wish friends knew to do or say when you're experiencing symptoms?
1: I think the biggest thing I wish friends would know, and most of my friends know this by now, is that all they have to do is listen. They don't have to give advice or fix anything. They just need to sit and listen and hold my hand and, you know, say, I'm sorry it hurts. And, you know, I think that it feels the worst for me when I'm trying to explain to someone how I'm feeling and, I know that it's out of good intentions, but they try to like fix it because they want to fix the problem for you. But really, all I need is for them just to be there and listen and say, you know, that sucks.
0: <laughs> I think that's that's so very true. It's so incredibly difficult for people to do. I think you know we all kind of have a natural desire to help one another, and.
1: Yeah. When we're
0: faced in that kind of a situation, we immediately jump to fixing and helping. So, it's I right. think it's really important to, to remember that that is very true for so many people that they don't want you to fix it. They just want you to listen.
1: Right. And I I heard once at a conference um someone said just sit by the swamp. <laughs> I thought that was <laughs> so perfect.
0: That is <laughs> you know, just
1: Sit there and and be present and like you know let them know that you're there for them, you know, and if things do need if they do need help, there are certain things you can fix there are like if they need to find a counselor, you can help them do that, or if they you know need to find a psychiatrist or treatment um you know there are ways to help with that um but sometimes you just need someone to be there and let you know your feelings are valid and that your pain is real.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So, in, in these experiences that you've had, what's one thing that you can do to help friends understand?
1: I think that I was just saying just to listen. I think mm-hmm. that, um, tell them to listen. I mean, The way that I help friends understand is just to kind of continue explain to them what I feel like and explain to them what's going on in my head. Um, And then the more that they get to know me, the more that they get to know, you know, those dark thoughts in my head, they understand more and more. So it's just being open with them and having them there to listen.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, I know there's even been times for myself that I'll I'll pick up the phone to call a friend and I'll actually start the conversation with, okay, I'm going to tell you some stuff and I don't want your advice and I don't want you to fix anything. I just want to tell you what's going on. <laughs> and people yeah. think it's just funny. <laughs> just like, I, I just have to be straightforward about it because otherwise people, you know, I think they feel like a responsibility to have an answer, and, you know, just kind of right. by setting the stage in advance that that's not what I'm looking for can help the conversation be a little smoother, I've found. Yeah. <laughs> have Kind of, you know, putting yourself in other people's shoes, have you ever been in a situation where you had a hard time understanding a friend's illness or pain?
1: Um, I haven't really been in a situation where, I mean, on, obviously you can't you can't totally understand someone's pain ever. Um, but I think what I have a hard time with more than understanding a friend's illness or pain is I have a hard time wrapping my head around the pe- my friends that don't understand. Okay. So <laughs> I have a hard time understanding what they cannot understand. And I get frustrated with them um, and sometimes lose my patience. And that's not fair. And I just get, you know, they deserve for me to understand them, too. If I, You know, I expect them to understand me. I need to understand them. Mm-hmm. So I have to realize that, you know, they're doing their best and to be patient and kind with them. And, you know be there to sit and listen for them, too, so that I can answer their questions if they don't get it and to be present for them the way that I want them to be present for me.
0: Sure. Any final messages for people looking to help their friends understand what's going on with them?
1: I think it's just important um, to let your friends know that, you know, they just, all they need to do is listen. Um, they they don't need to be there to fix it or resolve it. They just need to be present. And it's actually not asking that much. You know, it's just be there, hold my hand, um, and and just let me know that I'm cared for. Um, I think that that's the most important thing for friends to know. And then I think the important thing for someone living with the illness to you know is that you know, even if people don't get it, they're they're trying their best and that you know some people are just, they're not going to get it and to continue to have a good relationship with them too.
0: Well, thanks for sharing with us today and offering some great suggestions for people to try. I think several of the things we talked about will be helpful for individuals as they Try to have those difficult conversations and help people understand what they've been going through.
1: Thanks. This was great talking about it because I think this is something that it's so important for, you know, everyone to understand one another and to do their best to just try, you know. So mm-hmm. thank you for talking about it.
0: And thank you, listeners. We hope you'll join us again soon for another DBSA Young Adult Council podcast. Be well.